Welcome back in on a rainy Monday, stormy Monday in and around our area. Be safe out there and listen to us. Jay Martin, Ramon, 104.5 The Zone, powered by all four seasons garage doors here in Nashville. We're on Twitter collectively at Jay Martin, Ramon, individually at Ramon Foster, at Jay Martin Radio, at Schaefer on Sports. This man ain't on Twitter because he's too cool for Twitter. Way too cool. He's brought to you by Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can plan on not needing a plan B because we provide health coverage you can depend on. Farm Bureau Health Plans plan on us. The coach, Coach Mac, Dave McGinnis, Titans Radio, joining us on the line. Moan, your 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 partner on Titans Radio, yeah. your colleague at least for one night, joins us on the line. Coach, how are you? Coach, good morning. Jay Mark, Ramon, good morning, Shafe. Before we even get started, I'm gonna I am going to give some major kudos, Jay Mark, to two of your partners right there. First of all, Shafe for all of those intros that he did. Awesome. Yeah, he was he was spot on. Uh, we had those 105 picks. We had nearly every one of them covered. He and Rhett Bryan uh, producing all of those things. That's a massive amount of work. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, ESPN and NFL Network on Saturday. They only have a hundred people doing those jobs. Uh, yeah. I mean, what a fabulous mm-hmm. job uh, Shafe and, and Rhett did by uh, putting those things together. And then Ramon, solid man, really solid. I enjoyed sitting with you and chopping up that second day of the draft uh, so much. I mean, that was really cool. I mean, it, it really was. And, and from the aspect of it uh, like this, you got on there and did exactly, you know, what Mike Keith and I thought you were going to do when he brought the idea up. You were speaking from 11 years of experience, and you weren't trying to be right or wrong. You were just trying to be real. And I really, really enjoyed doing that. I hope we can do that some more because that was a very, very cool experience. You really did a nice job. Let me just tell you that right now. Coach Mack, I appreciate that more than you know. I was bragging on you guys this morning, too, about the whole panel that was up there. You, Amy, Mike Keith, Red. It was a, it was an honor. It was first class all the way through and again, as Jason and Shafe continuously say all the time, as we say on this show, if you're out and not in front of a TV, and even if you are in front of a TV, it's better to turn on Titan Radio to get your information than anywhere else, man. So it was an honor to be amongst you guys. I enjoyed our side conversations a lot, too, Coach. So a lot to unpack this morning, too, as, 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 as social media and the show has kind of led its way through the draft and around a bunch of other stuff in the league, too. Absolutely. You know what I really like, Ramon? Again, you got behind the curtain with Hat Goes Down, and I shared that vertical and horizontal board with you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love I love the off-mic talk we had, you know, before the pick was coming up. You know, and I would say, hey, Ramon, this is about where I think this is going to happen, and this guy, and then it would come off, and you'd look at me and go, how do you know that? Yeah, yeah you were Nostradamus. I was told was- that from a couple of different people, that you were just on, on a ridiculous run you of being was. right. On Friday well, it's night. not about being right. It's just about having, you know, trust in the way your board's set up and then looking at the run of players, you know, because there was a run of offensive tackles. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a run of receivers. Uh, there was a run of quarterbacks. You remember, Ramon, when we yeah. got into later quarterbacks. I said, you know what, this is about the point as to where quarterbacks going to start coming off of this. At least two of them I know of are going to start coming off of this pretty quick before we even move forward a little bit. I mean, if you've done it enough and you've been around it enough, it's not that you're going to be exactly right, but you can kind of 
predict and can feel trends as they're coming. And it all, it all starts with, I mean, you've got to do the work before Mm -hmm. as to have your board set. So it's not the exact person. It's just the pot of players that you think are viable at that position at that point in the draft. I found it really interesting what you said to Ramon about him being exactly what you guys thought he was going to be. That's exactly the the text message I sent him yesterday. I think it was, um, I've just said you did exactly what I thought you were going to do, which is kill it. Uh, I knew I knew what you guys were going to get out of him. I knew how prepared he was, but I also knew how he was going to speak about each individual player when you guys went to him. And I was not disappointed uh, by any means. I wouldn't say he exceeded expectations because I believed he was going to be an A-plus, and he was an A-plus. Thank you, man. No, absolutely. I mean, I really – Really enjoyed it. Again, if he was bad, I'd have told him too. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, you have no yeah, you problem mentioned, with mentioned, that, Coach. <laughs> yeah, you meant no words. So let's talk about the players. Let's just run down the list and get your thoughts on these guys. Again, if you didn't get to listen to the Titans radio coverage where you were able to react immediately, now you've had a couple of days to kind of process. Let's start with Caleb Farley, the first pick at 22. How did you feel about that selection? The elite player, elite player, you know, and, and you got to trust your medical people. And when your doctors get their hands on it and they – they give him clearance. Well, then, I mean, you've got to, you, you, you take it. An elite player. I've been fortunate enough in my coaching career to have elite uh, corners. Uh, the most elite I ever had was Aeneas Williams. I just know what it brings to your overall defense when you have a guy that is a match guy. You know, and uh, Mike Vrabel calls it cat coverage. You know, we always, I mean, I, I always called it wearing the hat. You know, I mean, I can remember, you know, we were in the NFC East then when I was a coordinator um, and, uh, there at the Cardinals and, and that's twice a year with the Cowboys. And so, you know, every Wednesday when we would come in to start in, in, in putting the game plan in, I'd say, Aeneas, you got to wear the hat this week because I'd take the other 10 and I'd work around trying to stop uh, uh, the two more of the triplets. But that guy, that belongs to you. You've got that kind of guy now. And so, you know, if he, if he's hale and healthy and, and, and hearty and ready to go, that's exactly what you want. And it's a, uh, that's a game changer for you on defense just because it allows you to do so many other things. Coach, we went through a little bit with uh, Dylan Radins this past week, and we covered him a little bit. But in your mindset, well, in your, in your opinion, as far as, you know, fits and where he can be on this team, he comes from a smaller division. They put a lot of guys in the league, though. But as far as getting him turned around and developing him, how quick does how quick does a guy like Dylan Radins need to be able to get to the get to the point to where he can start from a coaching perspective? Yeah, Ramon, you and I talked about this, and, and you know, again, off off mic, and I told you that the the thing that I'm fortunate, I just got so many years of, of experience to draw on with this. Look, I was here when we when we took Michael Roos out of Eastern out of Eastern Washington. All right, mm-hmm. six seven. 313, you know, played at that division, hadn't played a lot of football. You played less football than this guy has played. But Mike Munchak went up there and said, I can do something with this guy. All right. And brought him in. We put him at right tackle. and He developed. He got bigger. And and, and look what happened. It's the same thing. This guy's 6'6", 310, all right, got really good feet, needs to get stronger, is coming to a place where he can do that. He won't weigh 310 very long. You know, once he gets into what's going on, but what you look at with guys like this, and you, and you know this as well as I do, uh, he has got good feet, and he's able to slide and move his feet. And the other thing is, is he's got a nasty, nasty temperament that he w- is going to be able 
to, and he will absorb coaching so quickly when he gets in here. I like the pick just because I've been around those kind of guys before. Uh, I, I remember when we took roots, you know, people were going who? And, and so to me, it, it, he's got all the traits. He's not a big, massive guy. You know, he's not, he's not, he doesn't weigh right now, 335, 340 pounds. And some people may say, well, you know, he can't move people. Well, that's not true. And uh, Ramon, you know this mm-hmm. better than anybody. Somebody that can that that has good balance, good feet, and can jump people. He can learn how to do. He can he can gain strength. He can gain strength. It's really hard to gain feet, and you know that, and I know that. I like the pick. I think this is going. I think I I said this to you, Ramon. I think he'll be one of the seven right now. Oh yeah. You know, on, on, on game day, and then where where he takes it from that, it's up to him. It's all about how these guys capitalize on their opportunities now we can talk all we want about what they were what we think they they were where they were picked it's how they capitalize on their opportunities right now that's what matters moving forward so it seems like most people really liked elijah molden me included ramon included schaefer included monty rice is the one that we didn't know as much about uh we weren't sure about it when it was selected you move down from 85 you take him i think it was at 92 but now that you've had a little bit more time to look over Monty Rice, uh, assess both Rice and Molden. Okay, I, I vetted Rice because I was watching old Gilari, I mean, too, you know, when I was watching him. I let Ramon read, you know, what I said. I said, look, Ramon, here's what this dude is. This is a GPS linebacker. He's a down-the-hill guy. He's better right now coming downhill and, and running, playing the, playing the run than he is in space, playing, you know, playing the pass. In that scheme that, that Georgia runs, uh, that, that Alabama runs, that, that LSU runs, you know, a lot of times those linebackers, because of what's going on in front of them and what, and what that star player is, is uh, uh, charged in doing, they're cleanup guys. They really are. But you've got to, the thing that I do like about him, and Ramon and I talked about this, and then, you know, he, he, he in fact, he even pulled up, you know, some, some clips on him just looking. I said, watch what he does. He's a filter. He's a filter guy. He can filter through trash. He's a good GPS guy. And instantly, guys, and don't discount this. I want you guys not to discount this and, and our, our, our listeners not to, too. The special teams value of some of these guys is big, and it's big for two reasons. First of all, you've got some guys that are going to be able to be core teamers for you. And the, the day right now of the veteran keeping a veteran guy that's, you know, it's going to cost you two and a half and three million dollars a year to be a backup and a special teams guy. That's not going to happen this year a lot because of what the cap is. And so you've got to factor all of that stuff in there. Fitzpatrick, they go up, they give up a couple of picks to Let me talk about, let me talk about Molden first. Oh yeah. Um, okay. I thought, I thought you had, Never mind. Go ahead. No, no, let me talk about, let me talk about Molden first. Best nickel corner in the draft, best slot corner in the draft. Uh, uh, I like, I like the pick. I like the fit. For what's going to go on, this guy, this guy's a football player. He's got a nuanced feel for what goes on in there, and playing the playing the slot. You know, if you if you're playing the slot uh, in, in in Power Five, and then you're playing the slot in the National Football League, you've got to have some football acumen and sense to you because you're part of the run front too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you're not, then you're just playing with a six man box, which Ramon will tell you that. I mean, that's an offensive lineman's dream a six man box, <laughs> you know, to, to run the ball against. And so I really like what this guy brings. This guy, this guy is going to be on the field very quick, in my humble opinion. I'm not coaching, I, I make no decisions on that, but just watching him and knowing what he is, I, 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 he will be on the field pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that one. And we all really like that pick. 
Des Fitzpatrick, they gave up a couple picks, came up and got the receiver from Louisville. Then they took an edge rusher, Rashad Weaver, who everybody, again, really seems to like out of Pittsburgh. Let's look at those two picks. What do you think there? All right, Fitzpatrick. You know, I, I, I watched I watched him too because you know when I was watching Tutu Atwell there, and Tutu Atwell, you know, is was uh, touted as one of the most explosive receivers in this draft, right? Big play capability. Well, Fitzpatrick had more yards per catch than than Atwell did. What he is, what he is, this is a big, long dude that has got some speed. The, the, the two receivers that were taken, and I don't, I know we'll talk about Racy in a minute, but they are, they are, they are, are tailor made for Rob Moore to develop because here's what they are. They're long. They're fast. They're both very, very physical players and Rob Moore can get them nuanced up. Uh, I, I, here's what I know they were doing when they, when they went to get this, this guy, because of his size, because of his, his length and his speed, he gives you that downfield element right now. Now he needs to get more, he needs to get more nuance and he needs to get, uh, coached up as far as, as, as steps, route breaks, those types of things. That's what Rob Moore's here for. And he does a really great job of that. I mean, I just know I've watched him coach. I coached him when he was a player. Uh, he understands all of that stuff. But I like the fact they got a big, fast dude that is physical. I like that a lot. I read a lot of good stuff about Weaver. What, what can you tell us there? Well, that he'll be he'll be the third in my mind. Again, I'm not making any of these decisions. In my mind, he's the third guy on the edge right now. There's your rotational guy. He can set. He he can not only set the edge. But he's got he's got here's what he has. And Ramon can speak to what how important this is. He's got really, really quick get off. And he's got heavy, heavy hands and shock and shed. He's got great levers. He's a shock and shed guy. So he can get past the initial at the line of scrimmage. Uh, He's a relentless player. He's a physical player. He will be the third guy in that edge rotation right now, as far as I'm concerned. Kind of like another pick guy, Jabal Shear. Yes, Kinda there like you go. I mean, yep. and, that, and, 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 and you know as well as I do, Ramon, all those years you played, when you're taking the film and you guys are going through that on, on Monday and Tuesday and then getting ready for your, your first and second down game plan on Wednesday, you know right now I'm, I'm going to need a little extra air in my helmet because it's just constant shock, shock, shock. It's a constant hammer, and he's got that mentality. Mm-hmm. Racy McMath, you said we were going to talk about him, so let's talk about him. Out of let's LSU. talk about him. This is a physical dude. This will be a gunner. This is your gunner. Uh, and, and again, look, he has got the physical skills for what you need. He was just down there. He's not. He, he's not the receiver Jamar Chase is. He wasn't the receiver Jefferson was. But guess what? LSU's got a lot of those guys. He wanted to play so bad. He said, "Hey, put me a gunner. Let me play gunner. Wow. Let me let me use this four three plus speed and go down there and." and this guy, this guy will be a core teamer immediately, and in my humble opinion, he'll be your fourth receiver pretty quick. Mm. Coach, just overall from what happened last year, the Titans defense knew it had to get better. They did it in free agency, and they also addressed a lot of it in, in, in the draft. Is that what we're seeing right now, a little bit of a shift of what well, maybe – I don't know if you want to call it a shift or balance, or what do you want to call what happened over the last, what, four months of 2021 so far with this team? Well, they needed to, Ramon. I mean, uh, you know, I sat and talked about this. I've talked about this on the air with our listeners. They went into the offseason with some must. And they and one of the first must was they had to get better up front defensively, you know, more effective, more effective against uh, against the passers. And then because of the way the salary cap was, you had to lose some players, some starters. And so you've got to replace those positions. Now, we'll see how this all coalesces and comes together. 
but they had to make these moves because defense, look, they won 11 games last year, guys. They won 11 games last year and, and did not play the type of defense they want to play. Let's just be real honest with that. And they knew that. And so that's why they attacked it so aggressively. So yes, they went out. They went out and made those types of moves. And now let's see how it all pulls together and comes together. But you know, as much as you think we're aware of of what they needed to fill in, they are way over more aware than we are. Coach Rashawn Evans, they didn't pick up the fifth year option. Drew Rosenhaus says they'd like to to try and extend him. Um, what do you think about what what does that mean? Does anything that you saw over the weekend in the draft give you any thoughts about that? Do you feel like that the Titans are going to really give him the opportunity to still be here long-term? Absolutely. They will. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the fifth year option guys, you're talking about, you're talking about salary cap space. And I know people, you know, really, really kind of get weary listening to that, but it's true. I mean, it's true. And especially it's true. It's true this year. And then moving forward, I mean, salary cap space and fit. That's why, you know, <laughs> that's why these guys, that's why Vin Marino's and, and his counterparts throughout the league get paid a lot of money because this is a real jigsaw puzzle you've got to put together and it's all has to fit. And it's even be, been exacerbated more by the fact that, that, that the cap went down, uh, you know, this year. It went down. It's never done that before. Now, it's going to go back up, but it's going to go back up gradually, but it's not going up this year. So will they give him a chance? Absolutely, they will. I mean, they absolutely will. When you look at fifth-year options around the league, you'd like to pick up every fifth-year option, all right? You know, when I first got in the league, you had no fifth-year options. Mm-hmm. If you had a, a number one draft pick, he was with you forever. So what you, what you do with this is you've got to see if it fits cap-wise, and because that money goes up quick, you know, for, you know, for those fifth-year options – that money goes up very, very quickly. So it doesn't surprise me at all, but it still doesn't mean he's not going to be here for an extended period of time. He's got to play himself in to being here. That's that's how everything is. Coach, great stuff and uh, great work all weekend long. All the Titans radio crew, Ramon included, just did a fabulous job. Now you can – now maybe you can – do you take a break for just a little while now? I know you're going to be still doing plenty of work, but finally do you get to exhale a bit now that you can erase your board and start working on next year? Yeah, I, again, thank you, Jay Mark, for the kind words. I've had a lot of people, you know, hit us and really, you know, really, really enjoyed it. They, and again, I'll say it again. They really enjoyed uh, Ramon being with us as much as I did and Mike Keith and Amy Wells and Rhett did. So, yes, uh, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff to do. But getting ready for the draft, Rhett and I have been been on this, you know, uh, the week after uh, the playoff game. So, yeah, we'll be able to exhale a little bit. But there is no downtime in the National Football League, right, guys? No doubt. No. Schedule release is coming out. What next is it? The week? 12th, right? Yeah, next week. I can't, I, 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 you know, again, you know how much I like it. And again, Ramon, really, really a pleasure, brother. The one thing you need to do, Ramon, is, uh, is, uh, send me your cell phone number so I can, uh, stay in touch with you. Coach Mack, that's done and done. Yeah, I'll get you his and then you can. You guys Absolutely. can whisper. Yeah, Coach Mack, he asking, to, asking for my digits on air, man. That's a first. And there you go. Coach, appreciate <laughs> hey, it. Coach Mack does pretty much what he wants to. <laughs> yeah, we figured that out. Even I your bobblehead. Even I your bobblehead does what it wants to. That's Coach Mack. Need great health care. Yeah, I appreciate you. you. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. We'll address some of the things we just talked about with Coach mm-hmm. Mack. Continuing to look at the Titans draft. Also, Robert Mays is going to join us in the final hour of the show. From The Athletic, a lot more to get to, including some of your comments next. It's Jay Martin and Mo, 104.5 The Zone.